You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Oh, man. Love to have everybody in attendance once again. I apologize for the delay, but I wanted to go back to that statement right there and say I really, really, really don't apologize too much. And let me explain. Let me explain. I love y'all, man. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Oh, man. Oh, oh woo, woo. big changes, big changes. Um, I definitely want to, you know, not so much apologize because I know that I don't owe everybody, you know, I don't owe anybody anything, and I, I like to keep it that way, which is why I never really started credit cards or anything. Um, but before I get into it too much, too much, I just want to say, like, the reason that I'm, I've been thinking about it a lot, too, um, I'm switch, switching jobs, it looks like, you know, a whole new job, really enjoy what I'm doing, but it's just time restraints. Um, I'm going to try something different. Got an opportunity that I, you know, couldn't really pass up that I was going to take before, and... It's just, you know, work has been difficult, but before I, you know, man, 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 life, life's a trip. There's a lot to unscramble right there, but I just don't want to forget about the first topic that I want to get on just because I think about it a lot and I'm doing a lot of driving. I'm definitely doing, you know, probably four hours of driving a day right now, just between dropping off my lady, dropping off the baby, getting to work, get off work, pick up the baby, pick up the lady, get home. Um, I do have a Honda out front that I could be doing different things, you know, and doing it differently. It's just, if I do it any differently or my, you know, if I go straight to work and then my lady goes and picks up the baby, um, the baby doesn't get home till 7 PM. And I know like when my lady, we'll see each other. We have years down the line, like we plan to spend the rest of our lives together. So that one doesn't hurt too much, but being away from my daughter and it's like just watching her grow every day. And if she gets home at 7.30 and she's going, or, you know, she gets home at 7, if if I don't do the drive, um, I enjoy the two hours that I spend with her pretty much an hour after dropping off her mom to not always an hour. Sometimes it's 35 to 40 minutes, but those that live in California, y'all know how the traffic goes. That becomes an hour real quick. Um, 40-minute drive becomes an hour and a half real quick out here. It just takes one idiot, and uh, it happens pretty much every day. So when we're driving, it's so much fun. I do have to, you know, I should video record it just because there's a spot where we actually hit a little train tracks and we call it the jump and she just gets so excited. Um, she's two and a half, I believe, maybe a little on the upper end now, but yeah, it's just so much fun. And we just, we have so much fun that it's, it's really hard to not do that drive. And even when my lady was doing it and I was getting more done, so much more done, my podcasts were getting done. I was getting the cars done. I was getting so much stuff done. Oh man. It was, it was, the baby was just growing, um, but she was growing not before my eyes. So I don't like the fact that she's sitting in a car for two hours because one, it's dangerous. And two, it's gotta be, you know, not the most comfortable, but she just, we have a blast. We're always laughing and just having a blast. But if I can save her some time, I think that that would be nice. And if we can just get home sooner. So that all comes back to just, man, I feel like, you know, I do want to do more podcasts, but that's what I mean. I don't owe anybody anything because there's nothing to me more important than just that little girl growing up and just having the best life. And um, I try to do the same for my son. I never really spoke on it too much just because I still like, ooh, man, I could always speak on that. I, I mean, it's not even like it's just something that I deal with. 
but it's not easy. That's for sure. When it comes to that stuff, man, my son, that whew, when just dealing with CPS and dealing with, uh, you know, his mom being out of state and just issues and just surrounded by murder and just police coming down through my job, just being told over the phone, there's too much yellow tape. So I can't even get my son. And it was, it was disgusting, man. The whole situation was absolutely disgusting. And, um, I'm completely, I hate our government. I hate it. I think that it's complete money scam. Um, it's very clear at this point that, you know, they weren't even, you're never meant to govern what you're governing. I think that it's disgusting. And, uh, yeah, that's where I stand on that one. Um, it's only a matter of time. It will fall. It is falling apart. It is collapsing. I know that they understand that they are no longer, you know what I mean, a superior. Like with America being a superpower like that, people were scared of the nukes, but now everybody else got nukes and people are catching up on the weaponry. So all this, we got to innovate. I mean, and I don't even, I don't even know why I say that, but I don't even care if we're winning or not. I'm just happy, you know, for everybody. I want everybody to have an equal opportunity. I think that's why I enjoy the crypto space. If you grind harder than I do, you deserve more than I do. That's my personal opinion. I don't care where you're from. If you're working harder than I am, you deserve more than I do Um, in the right way. You know what I mean? There's a certain knowledge to it. So you got to knowledge does come into play. Knowledge should not be restricted, which is another great thing about the Internet is our access to just knowledge is crazy before people were going to libraries and you were limited by your library or what books you were reading. Now you have the internet. You can soak up. There's a lot more, you know, I don't even know if there's more lies because I'm sure there were a lot of lies inside of the library. But with that being said, you just got to be careful on the internet, just of what you consume. Cause it's not all true. I see a lot of, I've, you know, I'm sure that I've done it myself, but I remember one girl in particular and she, she supposedly was my best friend back in the day. Um, about six months, she was, we were chilling every day, every day. She knew I had a lady. My lady was like out of state, blah, blah, blah. My lady would always tell me too. She was and you know, ended up, this is my baby mama down the line, but she would always tell me like, she likes you. She likes you. I was like, nah, she, you're tripping. Like this girl was a dime. She's actually on the front of magazines and everything. So I was like, nah, I mean, you're, you know, we're just chilling. We're chilling. And my lady was gone. She was out of state. So I was just always out running around, running amok. And one day we were out drinking and we were all drunk, whatever, getting smashed. Um, There's a party out there in Riverside. Sneaky D's house. What's up, Sneaky D out there, man? That was a crazy party. I remember that party was kind of funny because it was like a group of white friends. and They were in the back. So the whole backyard had all the white friends. And they're in the backyard. They're all chilling. And I know a lot of them. Um, Big John, there were a lot of a lot of my friends out there already. So not a lot, but maybe, you know, four or five people out there, the 20, 25 that are out there. So I'm chilling with them, talking with them, and then go inside. I think, I, I don't know, I had to use the restroom or something. And inside, there's a bunch of, you know, brothers inside. And there's probably 10, 15 inside. And I'm like, what's up, man? What, what are they doing? They, they have beats going. And I'm like, yo, so I jump in. I start freestyling with them. So I'm chilling inside now. So all the, all the other white guys, it's, it's just weird the way that it played out. It wasn't like we planned it or it had to be that way. It was all, That's what I'm saying. It was all love. I went inside and started, you know, chilling inside. I just remember her walking in, like, looking at me like, what the hell are you doing in here? But, you know, that's just, it was weird, man, growing up. I mean, I would like to say that it was different, but that's how that party played out. I mean, I, was, I remember just being the only white guy inside, but I didn't care, man, especially – I enjoy, you know, freestyling and all that shit. I remember doing a concert and all that. It was good days, man. Um, I've always enjoyed hip-hop, and 
it's just what I grew up in. Um, I also enjoy, you know, I really, I don't listen to music. I'll be honest with all of you. When I, when I, I listen to like my coworkers and what they're listening to and they're listening to the same stuff like offspring and like just that era of music, Metallica type things. And they're just listening to 20, 30 year old music from back when they were younger and they're still listening to the same stuff, which means what they learned as a kid, they just keep playing. And it's very interesting to me to watch people just listen to the same thing, just on repeat. I don't know if it's the rhythm or what it is. I'm sure. But it gets so old to me. Um, it's like I already know this. I know what they're going to say. So I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube videos, and I just, you know, silence the screen. So for those, if you're like, I know a lot of people are probably self-conscious of putting themselves on YouTube and stuff. You just have to look at it. it half of the things you're worried about, half of your viewers probably aren't even looking at you. That's the crazy thing. And at the same time, when it comes to being self-conscious about things like that, I believe that that is human nature. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of people do not have to deal with that and do not have that. But I believe that more people probably do. And just that's one thing about growing up. Like I said, with my mom and everything, we didn't even notice. I didn't even notice I was that poor until, you know, seventh grade, maybe um, all through elementary school. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I did not notice at all. I'm sure other people did. Um, I'm sure that's why people extra hated me. We're like, look, this motherfucker, this little ghetto ass kid is just like, I always love people, man. I can get, I can get along with most everybody. Um, at the same time, I love conflict. I love to fight. Um, fighting is something that I did, you know, as my choice with MMA and all that. Um, I definitely grew up doing karate. Shout out to the Soul Dogs right there on the Solana Network. Um, when it jumps over to NFTs real quick, but yes, the Solana Network they put out it. They got minting tomorrow on the tenth, but they put out an NFT with a dog and a gi. I seen that. I said, "Whoo, man! I'm trying to cop that. I'm not gonna lie." They started laughing at me, talking about, "What are you talking about? Like, you don't deserve that one." And then I, I explained to them, like, I put in my time. I put in my time when it comes to karate. When it comes to a gi, I've spent my time in gis. You know what I mean? I spent my time in shoulder pads. You got As a kid, I spent my time in everything, man. Um, for those that don't know, I got third in the world nationals in BMX, uh, which is bicycle racing. Um, I used to dip in that. I used to always be down there racing every week. Um, that was like my thing. Got sponsored. Got a free bike. I was definitely... I, I was smashed. I remember you see a trophy case at my dad's house. I was always getting it. But then once my mom and dad got a divorce, uh, I never raced again. You know, it was, I did race one time later, later in life. And my stepdad actually brought me, my dad didn't even go. I should have got first place. Um, I was in first place and I was going around and I crashed in the same spot that I crashed in either in a heat or in practice. But I remember I was in first and it was just the soft sand and then I hit, hit the turn at a certain angle because I was going inside to outside. And if I landed on the outside, the way that I was landing, I would slide out. But otherwise, you know, it was the fastest route. But, man, I, I dropped it down on the last lap and I remember somebody came around and passed me. I was like, no, I got second. But, oh, I should have got first. I should have just, you know, taken it easy. But instead, I was still pushing. I remember I was just pushing, pushing. Oh, I was pushing. Uh, I love it. I love competition. With that being said, I love people. I can get along with, you know, whoo, it's, it's amazing. And, oh, man, oh, man, that's why I'm going to think I'm going to jump over, start this new job, definitely a new opportunity. Um, 
I enjoy being a car mechanic. I really do. I wish I could show you guys my hands right now and just the cuts that I've definitely got right now. Um, my middle finger was almost sliced in half. They talking about stitches, but you know, a little super glue will fix that up. My thumbnail on the opposite hand, that thing is just black, completely disgusting. And that one's hurting. That one's hurting. But, uh, it's just, you know, I enjoy my job, but I, I haven't been the best. I haven't been the best. And I, like I said, I'm the most critical of myself. I totally understand. That's why I was talking about the self-consciousness thing. Man, it's hard. And I take a lot of pride in my work. But when you don't do something right, it's it's sad, man. It makes me sad. It makes me very not frustrated, you know, and I wish that I had a better word for it. And I don't know if sad is the right word, but it definitely makes me sad. Um, I had a customer vehicle come in. Well, you know, my boss did. He just wants a trans kid on it. I'm, I do them all the time. Pop it off. I noticed that there's, you know, some funky hardware that comes out. And I just took it out. I was like, oh, they got it in there. They took it out. You know, I took it out, did what I had to do, put everything back together. And when I, I did the trans kit and I put everything on the front, it was about, mm, let's say, 4 o'clock. We get out at 5. Right, right then, man. All I know is I put in the same screws that came out, and one wouldn't go all the way in. I did not fight it. I did try to fight it, actually, but I just couldn't get it to go all the way in. So I was like, all right, I'll leave that one. The other one went all the way in. That worked fine. I went under the vehicle. I checked around, made sure everything was good. Everything's good, but I see this little leak, this little drop of coolant. I'm like, what's that little drop of coolant coming from? Keep going. Keep, you know, I... Start looking at the hoses. There's no water around the hoses. So I'm like, what is going on? Damn, one of them screws I drove in at the front, that shit went all the way through and punctured the radiator. The radiator started just leaking everywhere. Well, not leaking everywhere. It started leaking everywhere. I took the damn screw out. But I just had to go in immediately be like, boss, I fucked up. Like, you better come look at this. We got to get on this quick. So we ended up having to jump over and go to the fucking you know, go to the, the parts car, but we have parts cars in the back. That's why I say I was just an idiot. I should have went and grabbed the correct hardware, which is what I told my boss. Like, I, you know, I fucked up and, uh, it just, you know, I'm tired of fucking up and the team is cool about it. Then, you know, they're not, they don't say too much. I'm sure they do behind the scenes, but cause I know that the, the way that they talk shit about the other guys, so I'm just sure that they do, but it doesn't really matter to me on that end. It just, it makes me sad when I fuck up on that point. Um, I know we replaced it. It was weird because the customer actually stayed, um, stayed the night just so in the next morning, my coworker, cause I didn't make it into work, um, complications with flat tire and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, this flat tire from hell. Um, man, 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 life is crazy, but yeah, that, you know, it sucks, man. And being a mechanic, when it comes to that, for what I'm, the risk and reward, um, I do enjoy what I'm doing. I'm not learning too much in a sense anymore. Um, it's all pretty, pretty basic, uh, at this point, just, I understand what, what the hell I'm doing. And, um, yeah, with that being said, I have a new opportunity to be a, basically a safety coordinator. And that's something that I've done before. Um, I did more quality control, but safety was definitely a part of it. And we were definitely involved with the safety crew and had to do safety things and were held to a safety standard to where if we didn't do something or say something, we got written up because it was just part of our job description and what we did as far as, as well as like hazardous cleanup and all those types of things. Like it's, 
It's real. It's real, man. Um, man, I live. Some, I've worked some ghetto ass jobs out here. I can't even lie. I was talking to my lady about it yesterday. Just the the hours that I've worked, I've had them tell me, you know what I mean? I worked like three days without a day off, and they were like, "Hey, you got to take a day off." Like, and then I started getting letters from the the labor board, which means I'm sure the labor board went in there and just like cracked the whip, um, which isn't. They've been sued multiple times. I know a lot of people got money from that place, but at the same time, they provided for me and they got my life on track. I was definitely a piece of crap, you know, but before they called me. And once I got that call, I've never really stopped working. Um, I've been grind, grind, grind ever since. Before that job, I was just a little street kid. I don't think I ever really worked like a full job. I just worked long enough to get enough to invest in something and maybe even come up on something, always up to something stupid, definitely involved in some robbery shits and not, nothing, not me robbing none of my jobs, but definitely, um, yeah, it, 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 oh boy, oh boy, those that know me, they, they know where the dog comes from, and that that's what's crazy is I understand how there's like, I don't even think people change. I think that the ability to be nice and the ability to be evil is in all of us. I think each and every person, and I think that's a people that don't understand that. I think have just not been put in the scenario to bring out the demons, or they have not been put in a scenario to allow them to be angels and maybe like a mental mindset. Because once you get stuck in the shadows, man, it's hard to really understand. It's just a cloudy vision, and I don't even mean cloudy in a bad sense. It's just that's the way that the the world is, and you got to have a cloudy vision because you got to have no feelings. And be able to do what needs to be done to achieve the level that you want to achieve. And that's just the way that it goes. I believe that that is what's going to transfer into business, you know, successful, you know, not successfully, but just make it easier, especially on like when it comes to firing and things like that. It's like, I totally, I, I get it. Firing and when you have to do that type of thing, it's, it's difficult because you understand, especially when it's like, I don't know for me it's like an older person and it's like man I know that it's going to be more difficult for you to find a job if it's a younger guy they've been just not showing up and just messing around I've seen people getting scraps you know just fighting in the middle of work and it's like that's easy that's like hey man you know you know how it goes like we gotta let you go and they're like oh for real like they're like dog like you just fought somebody over there why'd you even show up for work today so it's very interesting days, man. Very interesting. I don't know who out there. Big shout out to all the supervisors. Anybody in management, all you people, man. Whew, shout out to you. That's definitely the world that I'm going to jump right back into. Um, man, I've missed it. I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoy managing just scenarios. You know, it's not even people. Um, I'm going to be jumping. I will be safety, so I get to jump around and have to monitor things. But for the most part, a lot of it's keeping track of documentation and things of that nature. Definitely, I can handle that. I can definitely. Uh, typing is not something that I'm very good at anymore, and I do not know why. I spend so much time on a desktop, like, but it's a laptop. And I do type decent, you know, but I don't know if I, it's just laziness. I think about it, and it's just laziness. I don't know why. I haven't actually got it down to where I'm typing like 90 to 100 words a minute because I spend so much time on there. If I spent more time focused on my technique rather than just doing the drills sloppily, oh, man, I'd be so much better. I think that I really just need to look at my martial arts background and understand that it doesn't matter if you punch the bag a thousand times. 
if you're not doing it correctly, you're just punching the bag a thousand times. That's what I'm doing on the keyboard. Um, damn, it's sad, but I can definitely look in the mirror and tell you that now that I'm thinking about it because I spent a lot of downtime on that thing. Um, probably should get on there. I remember there was some cool games back in school. I don't know if you guys remember. Um, we were like 90s babies. Well, I, I was born in 88, late, you know what I mean? So 90s babies because I was in school at that time, and in elementary school we would play like little games and blast a little rocket and shit. It was pretty dope, but maybe I should get on something like that. Uh, I don't know. Nothing but excuses, folks. Nothing but excuses on why I don't know how to type. I spent enough time behind that damn thing. Um, even on my phone, I've been getting better at using, you know, voice and just using my voice just because it's faster than typing. And I think it's just a matter of time until we get on that level. Definitely a matter of time. I think Gary Vee has said that many times over and over. So when it comes to like the new job, it's an option I've, so my lady works at the same place. That's a sketchy part. I know some people probably are like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Man, I'll switch a job real quick. But me and my lady, we don't really communicate at home very much. So it's it's kind of different. We don't have like your normal little hissy fit type things. Um, I mean, that's mostly on her and me. I'm not, I'm not trying to fight. Like I said, I've, I'm down to fight, but not in like a verbal sense. Um, and I'm not trying to fight. If she wants to fight, we can go to the gym because everybody's sitting here like, what are you talking about? Man, let me tell you about let me tell you about the gym. First day in the gym. Oh man. My my trainer, soon well, he became my trainer. He's like, All right, you're gonna fight her over there. And I'm like, Come on, man. Like in my head, I'm like like, come on, dude. Like I could fight one of these guys in here. Like, what are you talking about? And you know, I had to do the whole warm up, run around, do the push ups, get in shape. I was definitely out of shape. I believe I threw up at some point. Um I don't believe I threw up before the, before the fighting definitely threw up during the sparring. So I hadn't thrown up at this point on my first day and I'm chilling, you know, doing my training thing, just getting the warm up, And then he's like, all right, you're fighting her. And this is, you know, gloves, shin pads, feet pads and headgear. And I'm like, seriously, like in my head, I'm like, okay. But in my head, I'm like, man, I ain't trying to fight this girl. Go over, you know, start like pawing around little sparring type thing. And I, I know, I know everybody's like equal, right? Da, da, da. Look, man, it's different when, when you're actually going to fight some, you don't want to fight a girl. Like I'll be honest, you know, some, maybe it's just the way I was raised. Probably it's probably just in the programming, but I was like, oh, hell no. So I'm like going around. Nobody told me that she's like number three kickboxer at the time, just at least in the area. And it was just like, oh, okay. That first kick that hit me, it became a fight. Like it, it was game over. Like once that, once that first kick body kick landed, it was like, oh, what the hell? Like, here we go. Like, this is this game time. You, you, you getting punched now. It's game. You know what I mean? It was, oh, man, I love it. I love MMA. I love the way that that goes. Um, I think when it comes, you know, females in jiu-jitsu is, is different. It is very different. Um, and they, they stand a good damn chance. They're very flexible. Their legs are so strong. That's, that's why I say it's different. That same girl. Her legs were so strong. I remember trying to roll with her, and that's what we call jujitsu when you're in somebody's guard and you're you know trying to work. And she just like wrapped her guard and just pinched her legs and damn near broke my like my my ribs and everything. I was like, what the hell? So I had to drop that elbow right there inside the knee. Um, you drop the elbow inside the, their knee that's wrapped around you, and that's how you can push it down and escape into you know one, cross a leg over into half guard. I need to get my terminology right. I haven't been up on my jujitsu like in the actual gym for a little bit, but 
man, I need to get back on. I, I love it. I enjoy it. Um, but it's tough. It's tough on the joints. Um, I definitely should have tapped out in certain points that definitely probably caused neck damage along, you know, shit along those lines just because I should have tapped out, but pride and ego. And you're like, I'll wiggle my way out of this. And I just like, don't tap, especially with my brother and my homies. When we were used to roll in the room, we used to like throw down, you know, things on the floor. Cause we didn't really have the mats like I do now. And we used to just roll and we would be rolling for a long time, just trying to get it down. That's how I know that I'm, I'm not gay. I can tell you all straight up. Um, because I had a homie. I think I told you all. My best friend growing up, and my dad always called him Twinkle Toes. And he always knew. And he, he, for those that don't know, my dad, my family was very, not very, but definitely we had some racism in the house. We had some sexism in the house. We had all types of things in the house that people would classify um, by all those standards. Definitely. Um, I, like I said, I've lived with Klansmen. I've lived with, you know, different ethnicities um my vietnamese uncle loved that dude man uncle hong man love that dude i I hope to get him on a podcast soon that'll be amazing um he can tell you some crazy stories myron i miss you man that was my native you know my native guy that i live with love that dude um he was navajo for those you know shout out to the natives out there man big shout out to y'all man all you know all the tribes all the tribes definitely i love love everybody out there um, yeah, my uncle, that's a crazy story. Cause my, my grandpa was in the Vietnam war and while he was over there, he met a woman and I guess my uncle was conceived, I guess it would be. So he grew up over in Vietnam. At some point he ended up coming over here with my grandpa and his mom as well. Um, I believe she's still with us. Uh, my grandpa's past RIP grandpa. Um, man, it's Crazy days, but yeah, living with my uncle, man, I don't know what the hell I ate over there a couple times. Oh, um, shout out to Vu, you know what I mean? The big home, you know, he's actually a little homie, but yeah, I mean, moved in with my uncle, who he's Vietnamese, and his, it's his, what is it? His wife's sister's husband. All right, you, you guys do whatever word or terminology y'all want to put on that. I ain't even going to try because I ain't going to be correct. So that dude. Never really met the guy. I moved out to Texas to go work with my uncle. My uncle told me when I went out there, he's like, hey, you got to find your own place because, uh, you know, I already got a roommate and it's a two, two bedroom apartment. I'm like, cool. So he's like, you can stay out here the first couple of days, but you know, you got to find a place once you're out here. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Cause it's one of these, this town is so small. You can't even find it on any of these like websites for places to look for a place. The population was like 600. If that, um, big shout out Carrizo Springs. What's up players? Texas was fun, man. Texas was fun. Um, yeah, move in or not move in, but I show up, you know, and I get have all I really have is clothes. My life is pretty simple at that point. It definitely would be difficult now. So I get all the, you know, get everything ready. Next thing I know, uh, my uncle, I, I find a place down the street and I'm, I'm getting ready to move out and you know, Vu's at the house. And I'm telling Vu like, yo man, like I move in tomorrow. And I'm going to move into, you know, my new little place down the street. He's like, why, why are you moving? And I tell you, I just mess, met this guy. He didn't speak the best English, but it was pretty good. He's like, why are you moving? I was like, cause he's already got a roommate. He's like, but your family, you, you stay here. And I remember him telling me that, man, I'll never forget it. You know what I mean? I just, that's a big shout out to Vu, man. I don't know where. So his story, 
I didn't see him very long. I didn't know him very long, maybe two or three weeks. And then he actually moved out of there. And my uncle never really found like a steady roommate after that. He had one or two people come in, but I think they came in and then they got laid off or however, because the oil field started going down. But he ended up not having anybody to stay with and renting the place out by himself for a long time. I already had my other place. I was not moving out because I really enjoyed having my own place. And um, it was nuts, man. It was it was it was crazy. It was fun. Um, I love love Vu. Vu, he actually saved up enough money. And the whole reason he was out there was just to save up enough money, move back to Vietnam and start a dragon fruit farm. So, you know, I got to spend a couple weeks with him and just he cooked me some crazy stuff, man, with some. What is that shit called? Anchovy sauce. He had crazy anchovy fish sauce that he kept pouring all over it. He had a bunch of peppermint, and I I put too much peppermint on it. Peppermint is not something you want to overdo. It's very tough, um, but the flavor of whatever I was eating was even tougher. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was disgusting. Um, but it was disgusting the fact that I was not prepared. I thought it was like a little quesadilla. So I was like, what is that, man? He was like, you want one? I was like, sure. Holy shit. He started pouring that fish sauce on it before I could even tell him like, yo, 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 let me try like a little bit of that. He poured it all over it. And then from that point, I just had to eat it and endure. Man, I love that guy. Shout out Vu, man. I hope you're all right out there. No matter what you're going through, man, I, I hope you're good out there, brother. He definitely saved up a couple thousand. I mean, he was on his grind. You got to watch these guys in the casino, man. My fucking Asian uncle, man. That fucking guy. I told my lady when she went out there to see me in Texas. We, um, she had never met my uncle before. And the only thing to do in this small little town, you had to drive an hour outside out to Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass, there was a casino. So we drove an hour out there. It was on a weekend, Saturday or Sunday. I Probably. I don't really know. But I was, she, you know, just to go out there, there was a movie theater. So we went out and seen a movie. And when we were done with the movie, I was like, man, I was like, you haven't met my uncle yet, but he's always in the casino. We literally made 10 steps inside the casino. Like once we got in the middle aisle and started walking, I was like, I always find my uncle here. And as soon as we start walking here, hey, hey, he's, there he is. Hey, Bob, hey, Bob. Hey, here he comes, man. Mobbing out right through the casino. That dude spent half of his damn work life. And I know a lot of his checks went to the damn casino. It was crazy. And even Vu, one time he went, he lost his whole paycheck in two hours. So that those guys, man, they got to stay the hell out of there. I lost a couple hundred bucks and I, I don't really go back. Man, I stay the hell. I live right next to a casino. I don't, I do not go there. I have no urge to go there. Um, I like, I'll spend my money. I'll definitely waste my money, but I don't want to give it away like that. I don't want to give it to your little automated video game. That's rigged for you to win. I'm cool. I'm cool as hell, man. But with that being said, shout out, man. A lot of people do come up, but more people come down. It's definitely, it's crazy and corrupt. It's, it's weird how all that works, um, especially in California, because you can't have casinos unless it's Indian land, they call it, or native land. I'm not really sure if they changed it. Growing up, it was always, always they always called it Indian land, but probably Native American land, or I wish that I knew. Um, maybe it's sovereign land. Maybe that sounds like a good you know, proper terminology. I apologize if I'm not saying the proper terminology, but it's only because I don't know it. Haven't really kept up to date with the politically correctness because over here in the ghetto, this shit, it does not matter, man, especially when the mask mandates and stuff went on, man. It was crazy out here. Um, I remember pulling up to a liquor store and my homie's like, hey, man, I ain't got no mask. I'm like, 
and get your ass up in there. He goes in there. He comes out like, dude, it felt so normal in there. I was like, man. But, you know, the world's tripping. I'm not saying that it should be normal. I'm not saying that it shouldn't. Um, I have no if, ands, or but. I think that it should be freedom. Um, but with that being said, once you get sick and your health is in question, you definitely be like, man, they should have protected me. So if if people feel that way, I totally understand. And it's all about empathy, folks. We just got to look at it with that every time somebody's tripping. And I just try to think, like, I don't know what your day is going through. I, uh, NFT world, man. God dang, stop, stop with the paper hands. Everybody, especially, uh, man, big shout out to the no-brainers. They just finished their minting a couple of days ago. They didn't finish it. They opened it. And they have not sold out. But there's just a lot of people, as soon as it opened, you know, people started posting them on OpenSea. And immediately people were like, you know, paper hands, paper hands. Granted, a lot of them probably are paper hands. But there might be a guy out there or a gal out, a gal out there or whatever, a toaster out there, an alien out there that, you know, invest in money that then something happened in their life. You know, somebody got sick, God forbid, or whoever you, whoever you want to forbid, nature forbid, planet forbid. Um, somebody may have got sick. Something may have happened. There may have been a car accident. Something, money may, you know, be needed. Transmission might have blown up. Oh, man, big shout out to uh, Pickle Rick, man. Pickle Rick, man, I know that transmission went out on you, big Honda gang, man. What's up, Pickle Rick and the Borgar family over there, NFT land. Definitely haven't forgot about y'all. Big shout out, Borgar, what's up? We got Swanky, Nugsy, whole little, you know what I mean, whole little clique over there. Amazing group of people. Um, definitely, let me, let me jump right into it. Poker tournament coming up this Saturday, folks. Y'all better not miss out. This Saturday, we got a super rare lemming coming. Oh, man, I'm putting it up. It was one of my, you know, most, I think, might be the lemming I spent the most money on. Not really sure. But definitely, you know, it, it's a beautiful piece. Beautiful piece. Check out the social media, folks. Jump on there. It is this Saturday, man. Every Saturday, I'm trying to do a, a poker tournament with a prize. And I'm going to keep that rolling. But this Saturday, I'm giving away a dope little lemming. Um, probably going to be the dopest lemming that I probably give away for some time. Definitely, this is going to be one of the biggest. So, for those that love to play poker, do not miss this Saturday. It's definitely worth, you know, worth a couple bucks today. You give it some time, this thing might, you know, it might actually set you off. So just put it in your back pocket, keep it in a wallet, or, you know, keep it in a ledger. For those that, you know, understand the game, you understand the name. You know what I mean? And, uh, damn, that all comes back to just the NFT game. I want to give a huge shout-out, you know, to just the Lemmings. Once again, Lemmings NFT Huge shout out to them. They got a big splash today. Gary V, or not today, yesterday. Um, Gary V put them on and he put something up, a little video about a ledger. Go check that out. And the dude that's doing the little video, he ends up buying and looking at the lemmings, the lockdown lemmings. And he checks them out, you know, for affordability reasons and everything. I literally just copped a lemming the other day for like 21 bucks. Um, I had to pay gas on it. You know what I mean? That was like 60 bucks because gas was decent. And I got a little lemming. With those lemmings right now, um, I'm talking with the community. We definitely might get together and put put in a, an Ethereum prize. So basically, it would be essentially a cash prize. But uh, you have to hold a lemming. So it's going to Make people, you, you're going to want to own a lemming. You want to play, you better get a lemming. They're not very much, like I said, right now you can cop them for like 20 bucks. So if we can get a couple of those $20 ones off the floor, 
this this project deserves better. They're definitely going to bring it more utility. They're definitely looking at ways to, you know, reinvest into what they have, you know, going on. And I love it. I love it. Huge shout outs, you know, just to all the communities out there. Like I said, Soul Dogs, they, they've been hosting so many poker events. They do it every day. If anybody's looking for, you know, Solana Network NFTs, they're going into Mint tomorrow. So I love them personally just because I enjoy the poker. The team is very nice. They're pretty supportive. Um, definitely their app sucks. It doesn't work where I'm located in the United States. So I'm kind of screwed on that end. I wish I could play with them more, but that's the way that it goes. And with that being said, I got a promotion with the T-Rex Mafia um, NFT. Big shout out T-Rex. What's up, T-Rex? I became a mod in their Discord. Um, I definitely played poker with them. That's where they reignited my flame for, you know, the poker game. And I just spent a lot of time in there. The project is definitely not picking up steam in the attention category. But with that being said, they have a game releasing, and I'm super excited. I'm part of the team, and I'm going to get this thing cranking. You know what I mean? If I enjoy the game, hopefully I do. Um, It's going to be coming out soon hopefully i get a sneak peek and if i do i'm gonna endorse the hell out of it um if i enjoy it if i don't well then i don't but i did enjoy metal slug and if it's anything like that oh it'll be game um with that being said i gotta get ready go to work and get my grind on i'll definitely get back to y'all definitely appreciate y'all tuning in to the nipple whiskers podcast and this is bob dog over and out you guys are the best you gals are the best you aliens toasters whatever the hell you identify as Man, I just love each and every one of you and perspective. Just, you know, we never know what each other are going through. We never know what the hell that person's story is. Everybody has their own stories. Everybody has their own struggles. Um, We're in this together and appreciate one another, man. Um, Love y'all. And I'm going to go get stuck in road rage and probably hit somebody. So I got to remember what I just said. Later, folks. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast. With your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self destruct in three, two, one.